Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another bonus episode where today I'm going to be talking with ASICS Pro runner McKenna Myler. She just recently competed in the McCurdy Micro Marathon over in New York, and I wanted to talk to her all about it because she had a fantastic result. I've known McKenna for a little while now. I've been following her progress, and uh, I actually wasn't sure if this was her debut marathon or not. She told me that it was actually her second marathon, uh, but what a second marathon it was. Uh, so let's not waste any more time. Let's bring her in. McKenna, how are you? And congratulations on the run. Thank you. Feels good. Feels good to get that out of the way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I did not know that you were going to be competing in the micro marathon. Uh, over the weekend. Was this something that was always on your calendar? No, uh, okay. I didn't know I was competing either. So <laughs> I, I actually uh, was scheduled for Twin Cities. Oh, and oh then okay. We saw that, that got canceled. Mm -hmm. um, and immediately James McCurdy like, messaged me and was like, hey, you have a spot in my race. And I don't know, I kind of viewed all the other options. And then I was okay. like, okay, I think this makes the most sense. And okay. so kind of had to like retaper. Uh, yeah, adjust for that because it was two weeks after. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I have, I have some questions about the mechanics of that. But first, yeah. let's like step back a little bit for those people who might be listening that don't know what the McCurdy Micro Marathon is. Can you give us a quick rundown of what that event is? Because it's not something that like regular people could sign up for. Right. So you have to run like a qualifying time um, to be able to get into the race, uh, which I actually don't know what the standards were. Do you know the standards off the top of your head? No, but I know it was basically for people chasing that OTQ right. uh, on the men's and the women's side. So like it had to be, it's faster than I can bother remembering because it's not useful to me for my personal knowledge. You know what I mean? It was that fast. Right, but you didn't have to have like ran an OTQ yet. Mm -hmm. Like it was like purposefully there. So you could run the OTQ. Um, so if you were kind of like a hopeful in that area, you could go to this race. Um, and so they just set it up. Uh, do you want me to go into that yet? Like, yeah, let's talk yeah. about that. So like the kind of like the setup for the race and how it was particularly tailored um, for those fast time chasers. Because it was a, a like a looped course, right? Yes, it was mm -hmm. basically the equivalent of a track. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, because you have nine laps um, mm -hmm. that it's like 2.9 miles. Uh, and at, towards like the end of that loop, they had our tables with like bottled nutrition. Uh, so you were getting nutrition about every 2.9, a little under uh, miles. How did you feel about running a looped course? Um, I actually really like that. I, mm -hmm. I like the track. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like consistency. I like feedback. Um, I mean, now in hindsight, I, uh, there are like pros and cons to it that I am like understanding, right? Uh, like my hip started hurting like by the end because I was like, oh, like it's a little slanted in certain parts. And I have like other people telling me like the same thing, like, okay, like things will kind of obviously start to catch up with you if you're running a looped course. Um, but it was amazing because it was flat um, for the most part, like really imperceptible. This was something I was reflecting on because it didn't have that like big crowd feeling uh, like a normal uh, marathon, big, you know, marathon would have. But because it was looped, like I was looking for those same voices like every time around. And those voices mattered like so much. <laughs> uh, looking forward to those spots. But yeah. Speaking of those voices. So like I didn't know you were running this event 
And then I was trying to find some way to kind of watch any sort of coverage of it at all. And then I found my friend Matt Chittum was working one of the aid station tables. And uh, he was like live streaming like footage of the the race. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I know. I know that runner. Who is that? That's McKenna. And so it just seemed like a very small event, like just in a park. Um, but then like though, I, I think would have been really very strange to see if you were just like a regular park walker on that like that yeah. weekend morning why, <laughs> why are there all these fast people here in my park did you get yeah. some weird looks from people oh yeah no do, i mean not weird looks of course everyone is like so encouraging but yeah they're like wait it's <laughs> a lot of par like people here at 6 a.m in the morning <laughs> i think it worked out really well for you then i mean looking in hindsight i mean looking at your result you hit that otq uh time but like the alternative would have been if you were running Twin Cities, that mm -hmm. was, I mean, they canceled it because it was hot. So that would have been yeah. tough conditions to run a fast time. Yeah. I, you know, I was like pretty confident in the like patience and like heat strategies that I mm. had. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like when they canceled it, there was definitely a part of me that was like, oh, I'm kind of glad I didn't have to like suffer through that. <laughs> So that okay. that worked out well because uh, the McCurdy was like amazing temperature. It was perfect for marathon running. Yeah, I mean it's like what you want to see. It's like all the spectators look freezing cold, and then the the runners look like they're just doing fine. Like, so yeah. was it great weather? What what was the wind like? Uh, yeah, the wind was was barely there. I mean, like at moments, you know, when you're by yourself or like uh, you're like, please just like not be there at all. But uh, no, it like it wasn't bad at all. And then uh, I think it was like six mile an hour gusts, uh, so oh, nothing good. like consistent at all. And then um, the temperature was like 48. Okay. Um, maybe rose to 52, 53. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even like you needed gloves or anything. Um, but it was still like cold, which was great. Perfect. All right. <laughs> awesome. So can you walk us through it? Give us a little bit of a race recap. However, it makes sense to kind of like chop it up and, and walk us through like some phases of the race and kind of how you were feeling along certain points. Um, sure. So me, my race, like specifically as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we were all warming up in the dark. Everyone kind of like showed up to this like parking lot that it really, honestly, I got like a lot of like cross country vibes, you know, uh, just like the way you showed up to the starting line, like you're not busing anywhere. Um, everyone had their own cars, uh, at this, at this park. And, um, we are all like over at the starting line waiting. The starting time was actually very flexible, which he had like made very clear because they wanted it to be light enough for us to be able to see. So the night before they pushed it from 6.30 to 6.40. And then I think we didn't really end up, I wasn't looking at my watch, but I don't think we ended up starting until like 6.50. Um, and there was, it started with like pace groups. So there was like a pacer and everyone would be behind their pacer. Um, and the men were off of the line, the gun time. And then the women were off chip time. Uh, and the first pacer group for the women was like in 26 to 2650. And they just had Callie going, uh, Callie Thackeray going with them. Uh, so she took off immediately and I did not see her at all during the race. Uh, and then me and Savannah Berry went with the 229, uh, 50 group or no, 229, 30. And, um, 
I, I really wanted to like go out at that pace because I had recently moved up to Flagstaff and this was like my first time really living at high altitude. Um, if you don't count like Provo is high altitude, <laughs> this is kind of like medium. Um, and, and so I wasn't quite sure like how my paces would truly translate to sea level. Um, and so I was kind of like pushing to see, like, I think I can like do that pace. Um, and we went out with, his name is Pardon. Um, he was our pacer. He, like, he was perfect. He did, like, exactly what we wanted. Uh, we kind of, like, eased into it. And uh, there was, like, a tangent line that went around. <laughs> that was, like, a, apparently exactly 2.9. Uh, and so I, I went with them. I want to say it was, like, the third lap. I didn't stay very long with them. Uh, where I just, uh, I really got nervous because like I told you with the New York marathon, um, I bonked without like getting nutrition. And so, um, I kind of just had it in my mind to be like as patient as possible until mile 20 and to just like not feel uncomfortable. Um, and so I, I wanted to be able to really, uh, get in, uh, my nutrition and not like, yeah, just be in any sort of danger. Um, and so I backed off Savannah, I think kept going with him and I actually thought that they were picking it up. I think there's something wrong with my GPS okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I was like looking at my splits and it was like, I thought I was still on pace for 2930 and that they were picking it up. Oh, okay. uh, and apparently, uh, like, I think it was just my GPS was a little bit off. Uh, um, so then it was just the three of you, uh, for the first kind of three laps. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What were you taking in your bottles this time? Cause you told me a little bit before we recorded about how you had some nutrition problems in New York. What did you do differently bottle wise or bottle slash gels? Can you tell me about that? I went more with a gel approach. Um, okay. so I did never second, um, uh, in on, on, with my gels. And then I did, I used tailwind. I've been testing okay. that out and just hasn't like really bugged me. Um, and so I would kind of alternate between just like gel and water and then like tailwind. Um, and that was, yeah, that's fun. It's so hard. Like you're just like, I do not want to eat this. Okay. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what it is. And, um, but I got it down. I usually don't like eat the whole thing. Okay. Um, I mean, I try to eat the whole thing for at least the first two and then maybe like the last one or two, I'm kind of like doing like half. Okay. But Going through the motions, you're like, I'm, I'll, if I, I'll yeah. at least try to get half of it down or something. <laughs> totally. Okay. I mean, yeah. maybe I'll try that next time. Cause my last couple of races, like I just have not been wanting to eat the gels and that's why I'm like, I'm switching up going forward. I'm like, I don't want to eat this. I'm like angry at it. You know, like, yeah, Ugh. yeah totally. maybe I'll just try doing a half and then see if I could see what I can get. Well, I think the other key is I am like more keen to eat them when I'm more hydrated. I'm like oh, better. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. See, I, um, if I get hot, I don't feel like eating them. So yeah. like, that's like the big thing for me. I, for some reason, like the hotter I get, the, the less I'm just like, my stomach just is like, this is all, everything is gross. I don't want yeah, Which would make sense that you need more water with it. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So then you're at the third lap, you're kind of, um, separating from uh, the pacer um, and Savannah, what's going through your head at that point? Um, like, what are you changing the plan? Like, tell me a little bit about what the mental space at that point. Um, 
you know, so my mental space was like, I was a little bit annoyed at like the spectators because okay. I think because I, I feel like everyone was like, stay there, like stay oh. with them, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. totally reasonable for them to be like mm-hmm. saying you're like cheering someone on and really trying to lift their spirits. But like I was trying to convey that, like, like I'm doing what I want to be doing. <laughs> I'm not like dying yeah. and like dropping off. Like I'm trying to just like race really smart. Um, and and so, I mean, yeah, I just felt really confident, I guess, about like what was going through my head. And um, I didn't feel like, I, I mean, like afterwards now, like in hindsight, I, I'm like, I should have been like with someone. I think that would have helped a ton, especially for like the last like two or three laps. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of easy to like nail in that like really comfortable threshold pace. I was thinking a lot about, um, there was like a lot of dads with kids on the course. Okay. And I was like, there are mom, there are other moms in this race. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that was like inspiring me. Um, which is like a side note back to the twin cities. Uh, I had like taken my family with me, uh, because I'm still breastfeeding and we kind of made this decision that, uh, I would try and like pump as much as possible to be able to like leave Wakefield and the family home. Cause it was really, really difficult traveling with kids. Um, and so I would just make it like a super quick in and out business trip. Uh, and so this was like my first time away from my kids in a really long time. I mean, not a long time with Wakefield. He's only been alive for six months, but like, it was like, it's still weird to leave them. Um, and, and so anyway, just like seeing all the kids on the course and then like someone had like a face of a baby for another mom that I was like, ah, my heart. I was was feeling really inspired out there on the course. That's super cool. I saw a lot of giant baby heads when I ran Chicago. And oh, I was yeah. like, this is a lot of fun. I like this. Like, I also saw a lot of big dog heads and cat heads. And I'm like, all of this, I love it. Show me love the babies. Show me the pets. I want to see yeah. all of it. This is really fun distraction. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that, too. Um, so you're, you're, you have your, had your second child a little while ago. Six months, is that? Is yeah. That said? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're still nursing? Yeah, and I'm still nursing. Well, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, I remember how hard that was for my wife when she was traveling, um, and she was nursing, like we had to figure out like, cause she traveled for work quite a bit at the time. And I was like, I yeah. don't know how we're going to figure this yeah. out. And I remember we were just looking for all sorts of like services and products of like how she can nurse and like mm-hmm. send it on dry ice to me back home and stuff like that. And yeah. I just, that was a while ago and hopefully like the landscape has improved to make that kind of stuff easier. Oh, I know. I, and I honestly didn't even look into it. I texted <laughs> Kellen Taylor to be like, how are you doing this? Like, how are you like bumping when you leave your kids? And she <laughs> had like a whole little like plan that she told me about, but, uh, I just was like, okay, I, I can't bring like a cooler with me. I was just was right. like, I'm just going to like pump and dump it, but mm-hmm. it is so hard. It's hard to navigate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's amazing that you're coming back and running so well, uh, so quickly. Um, and, uh, I just think that's, uh, really amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I I mean, it's, I, I, I've been doing a lot of thinking about that and it's, it's, there's just like a lot that goes into, it's not just like, um, there's just like a lot of intentionality, you know what I mean? I think people are surprised. I mean, you look at Kellen Taylor, I keep mentioning her because I really look up to her and I think she's so awesome and she's doing a, you know, the kind of really similar thing I'm doing. Um, 
And it's like, <laughs> we just are, are living our lives like very intentionally toward these goals. We're not just like up and like trying to get back to like the fitness that we were at before or better. Um, whereas like people are used to the standard of, of women, like not really running during their pregnancies and then like trying to run again. Um, and so I think it's, it's just like going to be more commonplace, hopefully that it's like, you can get, you know, up to a pretty high standard pretty quickly if you're intentional and, mm -hmm. and make the effort. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I hope it's not a situation where like you felt like you had to rush to come back, uh, or anything like that. And I'm not trying to like, um, kind of like, uh, turn into heroes the women who are like yeah. really rushing their returns and, and anything right. like that but so it's right. i'm trying to find the right words to to be supportive of you and, and your return <laughs> without like accidentally or unintentionally yeah. uh uh emphasizing kind of like uh the wrong the wrong things here but yeah. um just wishing you the most support that i, oh, that I can you say. are so sweet to be to say that but seriously like that that's why i'm like trying to emphasize that it's like i have a lot of support like it's not that i'm like just like you said, like rushing, I don't feel rushed. Like I just feel like I'm doing what I, um, like really live for and enjoy doing. Um, and I just feel like I'm, yeah. Anyway, that's maybe a whole nother tangent, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in a good spot. So you're, you're good. safe talking good. here and okay. <laughs> yeah, that's great to hear. Uh, one, yeah. one kind of related question to that. Mm -hmm. I, I remember we've, we've had discussions before when you were pregnant the first time, uh, and you ran, uh, you ran uh, a, a mile kind of time trial when you were, were pregnant with your first child. And then that caused a lot of uh, positive attention and some negative attention well, as well. Um, and this time you also posted some footage of yourself running while, while pregnant. Was it, was there, did you notice like a difference kind of in like the social media response to it the second time around? Um, if any, it's just like, it feels like, uh, it's getting deeper on both sides, mm -hmm. you know, where like people who, you know, are just having a hard time in their lives are just like taking it out on people. And like the haters oh. are just like hard, hard, hard. Um, okay. and, and then you have people who are just like, you know, warriors of like standing up for people on Instagram and just like absolutely positive and uplifting. Um, and so I just think it, is really deeper on both sides it's just becoming like more extreme especially because social okay. media can be like so polarizing well i'm i'm sorry to hear that but <laughs> i guess the, the, the maybe the silver lining is that there's more yeah. there's more positive there's people more positive. Yes. <laughs> okay. let, let, I'm, I'm gonna choose to look at it that way <laughs> yeah I, let's look at it that way i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's great um, all right let's go back to the, let's get back to the race then um, is, like how, is there a point where, when did it start to get, start to really hurt? Cause I'm, I'm imagining you're running a PR. Um, and so, uh, at some point it's got to change from you're feeling confident yeah. and you're running your race to like, all right, it's, it, it's struggling or did, or, or was it, or, or was it a Kelvin Kipton kind of thing where you're like, I don't, I don't feel pain. Oh, oh I wish it was Kelvin Kipton. <laughs> I wish I was a Kelvin Kipton, but I actually, um, yeah, I, I don't feel like I ever had to go to a very dark or like okay. hard place, um, oh, which I'm kind of like disappointed about, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, Tell me more about that. Yeah. Like, so, so when I said, kind of mentioned earlier, I'm not like super proud of this, but, um, I was just kind of scared and I feel like I was running, uh, like I was running really happy. I was very happy, but I was also <laughs> running, I think very nervous and like, um, I wasn't like charging into anything. So you could look at that as being like smart or 
scared. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really didn't hurt. I was, I was kind of like hauling my last two miles or like my fastest miles by far. Um, where, like, but I couldn't like push or like know that limit by myself. And so I'm kind of bummed. Like I didn't have like someone that's what I was saying, like for those last two laps, um, I feel like there's a lot left and like a lot there, um, that I need to like understand about how to like push in the marathon without bonking. <laughs> okay. I mean, like if I could say like commenting it from, you know, from my perspective as, I guess like just a fan of the sport and a very, 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 very amateur analyst. I just feel like it's a safe, it's the safe run race to run, you know yeah. what I mean? Cause like, you know, even if you ran two minutes faster, that'd be great, but it yeah. doesn't get you any more qualified for the trials. And that's kind of, I'm assuming that's the big goal. Totally. Right? And that was like kind of so. my mindset uh, when it's, when I started to like be like, okay, at 20 miles, I'm like, should I go? I was like, mm -hmm it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm not going to hit the A standard. And like, like, I guess I'll just kind of like be comfy right here. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and so what did you race with on, uh, over the weekend? What shoes were you running? Come on. Can you guess what shoes I ran in? I think you ran in the sky plus. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Okay. I mean, so they did just send out, um, a new pair that they're, uh, it was kind of like for the, the Paris pair, um, okay. but yeah, it's the, it's the sky plus and okay. yeah, you just like, I just feel like you can't lose that shoe. It's a really good shoe. I so, mean, I, I ran my fastest marathon in it, so oh, nice. you ran your fastest marathon in it's it. True. So I feel like, you know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a shoe that's working. It. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of the shoes, can we go back into kind of your training and your buildup for this marathon? Like, can you walk us through like what the shoe rotation would have been like for you on like an average like week or, or however long your kind of like average cycle would have been? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I do like a six day cycle. Okay. Um, and let's see, like I, I go between like the Kayano and the Nimbus for easy days. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, like I mentioned, we are on Flagstaff and I actually <laughs> have been like using the Tribuco Max for going out on, ah, like if nice. it's like a really dusty trail, you know, mm -hmm. like a little more wobble. I, yeah, I'll, I'll get on the, the trail shoes. I really like the trail shoes as of late. Asics has really been nailing like all their latest versions. Like I can't pick which one I'm gonna wear. Nice. Uh, but sorry, anyway. So so yeah, like I would go um, out on like a sixty to seventy minute run in the morning, and then uh, in the PM I usually grab like the Cumulus or uh, like the Dynablast, which are like a little lighter of a shoe um, for like less mileage, and so like an easy thirty minutes. And okay. then on workout day. Um, I actually have been like trying to stay out of the super shoes a bit more. Um, I know some people like professionals who stay in the super shoe all the time. So I really mm -hmm. think it's just like has to do with like your build, maybe your like mechanics. And I think I feel stronger and better when I stay, which is hard because you kind of have to like take a hit mentally on paces mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and be like the efforts there. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I usually go between like, uh, the, oh my gosh, I was just going to call it the hyperspeed, but it's magic speed. Is it the, yeah, the hyper magic speed. There is no, a hyperspeed. Then there's hyperspeed, magic speed, and then meta speeds. No, 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 no carbon plate. Okay. Then that's hyperspeed. 
Yeah. Okay. That okay. is hyperspeed. It sounded yeah, wrong yeah. for a yeah, second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So okay. I usually like, go into that or in the DS, um, okay. which is like, you know, like the OG original. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is like both like the Dynablast, the DS trainer yeah. and like the hyperspeed. The only people that I've ever met that like those shoes are pros. It's like oh, normal, really? like normal people like me. We were just like, mm -mm, no, no, <laughs> give me, give me the more cushioned, squishy Nimbus. And well, it's just like only the pros seem to like those. I don't know what it is. How much mileage are you doing? Uh, well, on on a on a good week, you know, in heavy training, like cycles, I'll get to maybe seventy five to eighty. Oh, nice. So yeah. that's as high as I'll go. So yeah. Like, you know, but usually around like high sixties, low seventies is where I'm kind of at for marathon training. So right, right. I'm hoping and to increase that. And you still like the but... cush, like a lot more cush. I mean, the Nova Blast is like my go-to. Like okay, so, like nice. that's one where I'll spend a lot of time in in that one. And then Nimbus will be more for like you know if I just want to kind of get out there and just turn the legs over like very slowly, just move a little yeah. bit. You know, yeah. that's that's when I'll get into that. I don't I don't love the stability shoes, so like. Like the DS Trainer and the Kyanos, I don't, I don't yeah. tend to agree with those as much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I do find that like a lot of pros seem to like that. And I think it, I think it, you're right. Your intuition is right to ask about mileage because I think when you're running a lot more mileage, I think that you get like the pros seem to like a little bit of stability sometimes. Yeah. Some some of those runs. Yeah. Well, it's not just the stability. Maybe it's like to feel a little bit faster. <laughs> Okay. So like you just right. like, okay. like you can't okay. be talking so much i don't know okay okay um but but yeah so i usually go between that i mean this will be like for 1ks uh for shorter tempos um and then maybe like i'll break out the like magic speed or um you know meta speed edge or sky uh kind of depending on the breakup mm -hmm. like uh, of anything that I'm doing, like, you know, 10 plus miles of work, um, okay. or like kind of like a long run with like intermittent stuff. And then you kind of recover a little bit better, mm -hmm. uh, from the give in that shoe. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to think like what other shoes I would like cycle through, but yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty wide variety. Most, most yeah. pros that I ask the question, there's like three stick. and they're like, really? those are the three that I like. And I'm like, I'm okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm constantly cycling actually because okay. I and then I I do like the super blast shoes um, <laughs> for long runs or just like even for warming up for workouts I'll use them just to feel like kind of perkier because they mm -hmm. give it like a little more bounce mm -hmm. um, but they're still like a trainer mm -hmm. so big fan of those. You know what's funny when I interviewed Elkana Kabet he was yeah. like the super blast is my favorite shoe it's the really? only shoe I run other than race day it's the only shoe that I like. <laughs> Because you feel fast. Because like every every faster. time I order a new shoe, it's just another one, and I always hope there's a new color. And I'm like, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned the move to Flagstaff. When when did that, did that happen during this training block? Yes. Um, yeah. So I was like a little <laughs> bit having to move with a newborn, um, yeah. and in the middle of marathon training was so fun. <laughs> just making it as complicated as possible. Yeah. Totally. Marathon training block, trying to hit that OTQ time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very young newborn, yeah. and your and your oldest is still not that old. Uh, <laughs> and then a move, and then a move. Yeah, it's great. It's great. How did no, you? How did, it's good. How did you figure all that out? 
Um, I mean, my husband is so helpful and mm-hmm. gets so much done. He's very, very good at getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang it, you got everything done without me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do something. Um, no, but it, I mean, we managed it. You just do it. I mean, it's like with little kids, you know, because you have your kids. Like, it's like it's craziness, but then you just like you just make it happen and you just like work hour by hour and get it done. Um, and and Mike and I over the years have gotten like really good. Um, and like the quality might not always be there, but like at managing uh, my runs between like kids and things that we have to do, whether that's like, you know, like running on the road, running to the place or event like that we're trying to get to. Um, yeah, we're like really good at handoffs. <laughs> yeah, but it also seems like uh, they're also really good bike pacers for you, too. I mean, yeah. those, whenever I see those videos, that always makes me smile. I love to see that. I know. It's my favorite. Like, <laughs> seriously, I'm always trying to get him to come out. Because sometimes it's hard, especially with the news. I don't know if you've seen, like, he'll have Wakefield on his back and then Lou's <laughs> riding on the seat. Um, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I always loved when I, my kids were small enough to put in, like, the carriers. I just loved yeah. having them, like, on my person, you know? They didn't like it for very long for whatever reason but oh, i always loved it and then whenever i see other parents especially dads doing it i'm like dude soak it up it's good it goes away fast but yeah enjoy it <laughs> so true it's awesome all right let's switch gears really quick and now um well i guess not too much forward let's talk about now first you're you're recovering now from the race how much time do you anticipate taking off before whatever it is that you're going to start building for next yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, so I'm being coached by Ryan Hall right now. Um, and he, um, kind of is just, yeah, he's giving me maybe like a week or two to kind of think about things, um, and figure it out. And then I think by the end of this week, we'll really like talk about what we're planning for next. Um, but right now, I feel like I'm, I'm really good at extremes actually. Like I love the grind, but I also love resting. Like okay. I love this like time that I just get to like not be running <laughs> All right, <laughs> and not be scared. It's honestly, maybe it's more just like having to schedule with my husband. Um, like I don't really have to do that right now. I just get to like take care of the kids. Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah, I'll take like a week or two and then, and then I'll build back up because we got three and a half months to the trials. And, um, I would really like to, uh, get like my half speed up because I did feel kind of like underprepared in that sense going into this marathon because like we just didn't have time and it was like, okay, we just need to get the standard. So then we can like get training, um, for the trials. And yeah, I, I don't feel like I, you know, I'm not in like 108, 109 shape, like, and I think that will help a lot, uh, to kind of get that speed up for that, for the marathon. So, Three or three and a half months till the trials, which is a really short amount of time, but also long enough to maybe put in some sort of shorter race in there. Is that something that you guys are thinking about eyeing or will you'll talk about it maybe next week or so? Yeah, I guess we'll talk about it next week. But on my mind, yeah, like I would love to to jump in a half before and then maybe even use like some other races for workouts um, okay. because I just love the racing. It's just mm-hmm. fun to be around people, you know, who are setting up for races even if you're using it as a workout <laughs> um and you mentioned that you're being coached by ryan hall now when did that start um so that's actually a funny story i called him uh you know a couple months after i was pregnant with wakefield and um i was kind of 
calling him initially to be like, you know, when after I have this kid, like, can you start coaching me? And he was like, no, like, let's start now. Like, we need to start now. <laughs> that sounds like a Ryan <laughs> Hall approach. Like, yeah, why wait? Like, okay. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, we're starting now, which is actually like a huge blessing because I was totally going into uh, the, that pregnancy, like, way more relaxed than with Lou. And I was like, I'm just going to do whatever. And maybe like even like fall out of like fitness a little bit, like to maybe like take a break. And I wasn't like feeling super great. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like when you, uh, you want something, but you're doing something else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I want to be yeah. fit, but I, like, I was just like, wasn't trying. Cause like no one was telling me what to do. And so it was, it was really helpful having Ryan kind of like structure something for me. Okay. And I know I talked to Rory Linkletter after Budapest, and he was mentioning before the Olympics, he'd like to run a lot faster, some shorter, faster distances as well. Is there any room for any kind of working together? Because I think now all you guys are in, in Flagstaff now, aren't you? Yes, totally. And we're really close with uh, Rory and his wife. Like, they're okay. great. But um, I don't think I'll be on quite, like, there on that same schedule. Because he's not doing the... Actually, I don't know. Do you know if he's doing the trial? If there's like a Canadian? No, uh, they don't have a trials like like they right. do for the U.S. So like, I'm but not, he doesn't I, have to I, do another marathon before. I think only if someone else runs really fast in like yeah. the next couple of months. So like, yeah. I think from what I gathered when I spoke with him, it was more like he wants to focus more on like getting building some five k speed at this point. Totally. So that way he can become stronger. You know, yeah. That way, which is I think similar to what you're saying, and since you guys mm -hmm. both have the same coach, it would maybe make sense. put the connection together yeah i mean it like honestly it probably would if the trials weren't february 3rd but mm -hmm. i think rory will be doing like 5k speed like indoor and maybe mm -hmm. outdoor but um i bet he'll be yeah gearing towards that a little bit differently okay. without having a marathon on february 3rd <laughs> um so then for you then um as you're looking for the those next few months um like, do you think there needs to be a lot of tweaks to the plan? I mean, I guess we're still, we're always, we're, I, I'd like the, I guess the prefix to all these questions is you still haven't really had to sit down with your coach yet, but like, I know. Wh yeah. what are what are your kind of your gut feelings so far in terms of like, all right, based on what you think maybe you need to build on for the future, like, are mm -hmm. there going to be a lot of changes or it's like, you need to get another solid build, whatever Ryan cooks up. Yeah. In the, in I mean, like mental lab, you know? Yeah. Uh, Right. Based off of kind of like what happened, um, with the, after the first baby, um, i it's been really different because I was kind of doing like more 5k, 10k training with Lou before I like built into marathon training for, um, like a year later. Right. Um, and this was like straight into marathon training. Um, so so yes, I feel like there's going to be quite a bit difference, especially because there's more of like a long game happening. It was like such a short build um, and then like a really extended taper, which wasn't quite ideal. Um, so I think that like this build, I, at least for me going in, um, like one thing to mention is I think I'm going to try and get a little more uh, child care. Okay. <laughs> uh, that will definitely help me. But on, on running terms, um, yeah, I'm looking to kind of have like a little bit longer of mornings uh, because I was kind of doing a lot of 60 minute mornings, which I think uh, people start like, or not I, me, I start thriving off of more like 70 plus 
uh, but not obviously not like 90 minute mornings on the easy days. Um, I just start doing a lot better with like 70, 75 minutes. Uh, and then, which, which I think is, that sounds like it's not important. I don't know what your opinion is on that, but I, I feel like that's really important for me. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know. I guess it'll be kind of a surprise in the build of like what else Ryan has to throw at me. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that like being able to get just 15 more minutes, like the difference between 60 and 75 minutes to me makes a huge deal. 60 minutes is for me, it's just kind of like, yeah. I got to run today, but I didn't really get to run. You yes. know, like I feel totally. like it just seems a little short. And so like yeah. 75 is like a good number. I usually like yeah. to get like, like for me, if I can get like 80 minutes in the morning, 80 to, you know, like an hour 20 to like an hour 30, it's just, I like that for easy runs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I don't usually double. And so like, that's my yeah. run for the day. So I'm like, that's, that, that, I like that. Yeah, totally. And then, I mean, on terms of like long, uh, as in like the week, uh, mm -hmm. I think I need to get a bit higher. I only like touched hundred like twice before this okay. marathon mm -hmm. um and i i think i'm definitely more of like a high mileage girl where i start thriving above like and, and it was crazy like during that like 90 95 to like 100 like things just really started clicking for me like oh, i was like okay. feeling that you think you could feel more tired but it was like mm -hmm. i was feel i was like living higher <laughs> it's great nice um, um, and, the, and the adjustment yeah. to the altitude wasn't a tough for you Oh no, it was very tough. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, um, I always joke with everybody that like I I have like a big conversion rate because like okay. there's people that are just like hauling on Lake Mary and I was like my thresholds are just not very fast up here and I'm okay with that like I just I'm like very worried about effort level up here um, and let it translate on its own. So. All right. Well, it seems like whatever conversion rate you're using is working because you had a fantastic <laughs> race. And I think that shows that there's so much upside to come yeah. um, to give Hopefully. you like uh, yourself like a, a more more time in the build. And then you'll be that much more acclimated to the altitude. And I mean, you already have experience coming down from altitude to race at sea level. So, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it, too. There's always more uh, to learn. It's fun. <laughs> very cool. Um, so I'm excited. Hopefully we can touch base again before the trials. Um, once you get more of this next build under your belt, um, cause I know everyone here is going to be super excited to, to see how you're progressing and to cheer for you on Thank that you. big day. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks Kabusi. It's been good talking. I like, All right. like breaking it down. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the breakdown. And, uh, I'll post links in the description and everywhere so people can follow along more directly with you on Instagram uh, and see everything, especially pictures of uh, your family on the bike pacing you around the track. <laughs> those are my favorite. That's so great. All right. Thanks so much for your time, McKenna. Okay. Thanks, Lucy.